Hello, once again, welcome to the Buy and Sell Real Estate Podcast, California. Martinez, uh, I'm your host, Frank Array, with my co-host, Debbie Schneider. How's it going, Debbie? It's going great. How about you? You know what? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing good. really good. Glad to get back on the podcast with you and talk about some stuff. Obviously, today, we want to talk about the big NAR, National Association Realtor Lawsuit. Uh, it's in the news. It's in the media, you know, and and of course, you know, what's being said, if you're if you don't live and breathe real estate like we do, right? Uh, and you're a consumer who's just, you know, your regular person who maybe buys and sells a house every seven to 10 years, you, you might not know what to, what to make of all of this and, and what to think of all this and, and, and what's going on. I'll, I'll, if it's okay, Deb, I'll just give a, a real brief background on the, on the lawsuit and what the, what's being, sure. you know, what's being said. And basically there's a, a big class action suit going on and, and um, uh, it's the, 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 the argument is uh, from the prosecuting side that the national association of realtors and MLSs across multiple listing services across the country and the large real estate franchises out there have all colluded together to really sock it to the sellers and um, force, you know, outrageous commissions to be paid by them. Uh, and part of that is, is that they're not only paying for the agent who lists the home to sell it, but they're paying for the buyer agent too. And that's not fair. And why should they have to do that? And it's this big conspiracy or collusion between all these entities to keep it that way and make it that way and kind of force that upon the the seller which is you know kind of the 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 argument and it's just not true yeah. <laughs> it's just not yeah. true um your thoughts on the argument before we kind of start nitpicking this thing what are, what, are, what are your thoughts uh, on on the well, argument? obviously you know as a realtor and a member of not only the local board but the California board and the national board, mm. like we've all taken a look at this and they've had numeral, numerous seminars to educate us on what has been going on. And what I have gotten out of it is that it's not like homeowners going to the attorneys and saying, you know, hey, we feel like we've been cheated. It was the attorneys who found like maybe a little loophole mm -hmm. going to home sellers and saying, Hey, I think we might be able to get you some money here. That's mm. just my understanding of what I've heard. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's how this whole thing originated. And then, um, and then I have some other thoughts on that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just go ahead and get started. So yeah. the, I think the, the big misconception is that there's some sort of set fixed commission that is laid out by the National Association of Realtors to all of the, the practicing agents out there that this is the commission that you will charge and that these are non-negotiable items. And your thoughts on that? So um, so they are negotiable. And, um, and I think, you know, word on the street is they're negotiable. That's yeah. a big part of when I go on a listing appointment. Um, I lay out the services that I'm going to do as a professional real estate broker with, you know, 24 years of experience and what I'm going to do to sell their home. 
Now, other agents have, usually they've interviewed one or two other agents and maybe they're going to do it for less, but I make sure that, you know, let's look at the apples to apples here. Like, are you getting professional photos? Are you getting staging? Who's paying for these things? Um, what sort of internet presence do you have? That sort mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, we talk about what actually needs to be done. Some homes maybe don't need to be staged or um, some homes need a lot more work on the listing end. And so we talk about what's reasonable and um, and then the seller can decide what they want to do. Exactly. It's it's always been this way. And in fact, one of the, the due, dilig due diligence that many sellers do is they interview more than one real estate agent. And one of those Top, one of the topics of conversation on those interviews is let's talk about the commission. Like, what are you, you know, what do you want for this? And what might another one want for this? That alone implies the negotiate, you know, that this is negotiable right off the bat. It's not, there's nothing set in stone. Otherwise, what would be the point of interviewing multiple agents? The price is all the same. It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. Really, a, uh, you know, how they, how they got the, the and so I do want to, let everybody know if, if they're not following this, the NAR lost, right? They lost and they, right, they, right. of course they're appealing, right? They're going mm -hmm. to appeal and this thing, whole thing's going to get dragged out for a long, long time. But uh, yeah, this, there's a definite misconception there. That's that, you know, these attorneys, and I agree with you, these are just attorneys looking to make some money and uh, they have, um, you know, certainly, got the narrative going out there in the media which you know how media is they'll take anything and just run with it you know especially if it's juicy and dirty and you know that that's their whole thing there's a misconception that they're not negotiable and they're fixed which is an absolute false claim it is not true and you right. experience this every day don't you oh yeah. yeah yeah and there's a lot of times if you know for some reason the house doesn't sell or the seller takes it off the market then, um, you know, we may not get paid at all. And yeah, exactly. So there's that piece to it. But I mean, that's part of the, that's just part of the risk, if you will, that um, an agent or a broker takes on when they agree to go into this profession. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, another, another thing, Deb, that they, you know, they, that they're alluding to is that there's, you know, issues, be, you know, collusion between NAR and the MLSs and, like there's something going on there that's not right. But in reality, um, the role of NAR and the MLS in the marketplace um, actually is is good for 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 buyers and sellers uh, in the fact that you know there could be competition and there can you know you know what I mean. Explain a little bit about that. Why is why is it a benefit to to um, the, the the home seller, you know, home buyer, that there's an a multiple listing service. Yeah, that's a that's a huge benefit. I mean, yeah. the multiple listing service, is, if you put your home on the market and gets goes on the multiple listing service, then it feeds to all the third party Zillow, Realtor.com, Redfin, all of those sites. And then now buyers in New York or in the middle of a cornfield in Iowa could find out about your listing and that it's on the market. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's a definitely a plus. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge plus. I, I mean, it makes it, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but like in, in, in some European countries, at least in Spain, I know that they don't have, a, they don't do multiple listing service. And 
they don't have buyer agents. And the way that it works is over there is they list a home and it's just like, well, Debbie, you listed the home. So I'm the buyer. I have to come to you to buy. I have to come to you to buy the house. Hey, I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with that. But but what they do is a seller will list their home with multiple agents. So it's not that it, the exclusive listing, it's multiple seller, multiple agents are listing the same, the same home. But the only way for a buyer to find that home is to, I'm not kidding you, is to happen to see maybe an ad run by that broker, just happen to see it there, or they have to walk past the real estate office and see it in the window. The, the, there's no way for them to engage and just say, what's out there? What's available to me in this price range? What a huge benefit that is to a consumer. Right. To to do something like that. And I'm working with an agent who's going to represent me. We're going to go on a computer and oh, find a home. Then And then I've got someone representing me when I go to negotiate. How is this? I don't know how they can. Yeah, how could that be a bad thing? Bad. Everybody yeah. gets their own representation. Like, for instance, in other, other careers, like let's take attorneys, for instance. Usually, you know, you sign on. And sometimes I think they have fee arrangements where maybe you'll get you know, a third of the settlement or, but sometimes it's billable hours and then there's no cap. Right. So I think at least in real estate, a seller knows what they're going to pay, what they right. agree to, and, um, and they can figure and make plans. So then back to the MLS piece, um, by putting it on the MLS, you do get more exposure. Therefore, more exposure typically does result in a higher price um, which I think part of it was that the prices were going up, which has been happening since the beginning of time, mm. but it, it will go up because you're going to get more exposure and more people interested in your property. And I think that's the goal of a seller is to, to get the highest price with the best terms in the shortest amount of time. And the MLS is the perfect tool to make, to achieve that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A huge, huge benefit to to the seller and to the buyer. And let's talk about this too. The 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 buyer agent commission is being threatened, right? In this right. in this lawsuit. And there's a there's actually a a huge benefit to a home buyer to work with a buyer agent who's representing them, not only for the negotiation aspect, right, Deb, mm -hmm. but but also the fact that the seller in that negotiation who agreed to a commission has agreed to pay a buyer agent a certain you know agreed that a buyer agent will get a certain portion of that commission has now made it you know less less expensive for a buyer right if a buyer right. wants to have his or her own representation in a transaction knowing that okay i don't have to pay for that service because the seller has agreed to, to do so, that's a big savings to a buyer, isn't it? Well, it is. And I think, um, especially, you know, as a lender, one of the biggest challenges is having the funds so that you can even get into your home. Right. Yeah. And so uh, most, you and I know that most people are certainly on their first one, just scrambling to get enough money to get into their first house. And so if they also have to pay a realtor, then, then it's going to make it e that much more challenging. And that one right now, what we're seeing is that younger segment or people who've never owned a home before, like they're really struggling to get into a house. And now if they can't even get proper representation on their own behalf, it's not going to get any better. That's that's right. Exactly right. Yeah. I, 
I, I, I just, I just don't get it. You know, I just, I don't understand this. I, I, there's a lot of agents I know here in California who, if let's put it this way, if the buyer agent commission gets threatened and the buyer agent, you know, it becomes difficult for buyers to pay a buyer agent where they have to go straight to the listing agent. Now the agent that's listed the property, are they truly going to get fair representation there? Now I know we can, I know we're all professionals. We've done that many times and there's ways to do that. Right. But what if I'm not feeling comfortable with that as a, as a, as a buyer, right? I do know some agents who they won't do dual agency. They, they just won't. They, if they, if they have a listing and a buyer comes into them, they'll ask one of their agents in their office, Hey, can you do me a favor and represent this buyer? Right. So that they don't have to get kind of in that situation where you're trying to negotiate for both people, you know, for both entities, you know, it, 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 right. it, it makes things more complex, doesn't it? If, if, if there's, if, if you have, if you can't go to use a buyer agent, you have to go to the selling agent. Do you think that makes things a little more complex? It does. Well, like even like the one transaction you're working on with Mark right now, um, yeah. as you know, that's, they had to sell their house in order to buy the new house. Yeah. So the house that they, the agent who brought the buyer to the house that they had to sell reached out and said, okay, now you have a pending contract, remove that contingency. Mm. And we said, whoa, 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 no, the contingency verbiage is that it has to close escrow. Close. Contingency is removed. Yeah. So if yeah. he had been representing the seller, for instance, would that contingency have gotten removed? There you go. So, would it? Yeah. You need somebody looking out, I think, for your specific interests. Yeah. And I, and I think you would agree too, not to say that you can't do dual agency and do it professionally and do it above board. Everybody does. We right. do that, right? In the industry, we yes. do that. Many times we have to do that. And that's mm -hmm. that's what we do. It's just that if you it, if this lawsuit somehow removes the buyer agent commission and threatens that, it really puts people in a more in a in a position where, you know, there's there's room for problems. You know what I mean? There's room for mm -hmm. potential issues in the in the dual agency scenario, right? I mean, they, right. they could they could arise. So um, yeah. So in conclusion here. Well, I mean, one more thing about well, go that. ahead. What do you got? So, so the thought is that um, you know the buyer, at least in our area, takes on a lot of the closing costs. Like they pay title, they pay escrow, then of course they pay all their lender fees. So the seller, and, and it kind of it's you know it used to be more even before prices went up as much, but the seller takes the burden, for lack of a better word, <laughs> of the agency commissions while the buyer takes the burden of all these other fees. Mm -hmm. And then that's the way that the two of them can get everything done, get the right. escrow done. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, fairsy squaresies. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's what I think, yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 we can wrap this thing up. I just, you know, I would just like your closing thoughts to anyone who's who's listening to this, um, you know, as far as, you know, if they're seeing this stuff in the news, what would you want to say to them? You know, someone who maybe was thinking of buying or selling right now, but they're seeing all the stuff in the news and they're like, what do I do here? What, what, what's your word to them? Well, at the end of the day, I would say it's business as usual. Like mm. at least at our brokerage, we always explain the commissions when you're signing a listing agreement, when you're working with a buyer, that's always very transparent too. So it hasn't really hurt um, and the way things are doing, we're doing business like everybody and the other brokerages, I'm sure are the same. Mm -hmm. So, and then the other thought is, is that the, um, 
you know, I haven't seen the contracts. It was in Missouri, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't seen the contracts from Missouri, but we've been assured that there's all kinds of options in California. Um, the contract is very well written that spells it out. And in fact, it got completely rewritten, you know, a little over a year ago to even make it even clearer. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't hesitate, you know, I just, you know, go about your business of what's going on in the economy of your own home. And if it makes sense to sell your house now or to buy a house now, then focus on that and just make sure that you do have an open conversation about commissions so that you feel comfortable with whomever you work with. And of course, I hope you work with me. Um, so feel free to reach out and call me, Debbie Snyder, 925-518-6461. Wonderful. Well, at the end of the day, Deb, our, our, our commission's set in stone by NAR. No, they are not. They are not. <laughs> at the right. end of the day, Deb, is are commissions negotiable? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they always have been. So. Yes. Yes. So no worries there. You're not getting hosed down or anything like that. You can meet with your real estate agents, preferably Deb, and uh, <laughs> negotiate, talk about it. What do you get for the, you know, the, hey, look, you know, no real estate brokerage or real estate agent who's going to help you with all the legalities of selling real estate, which there are a lot. Okay. Yes. Not something that you want to take lightly you can absolutely sell your home by yourself but boy oh boy you better understand what the laws are with within you know as far as selling real estate is concerned because there are many of them right but when someone's going to represent you and make sure that we're we're within the guise of the law and all that kind of stuff they have to get paid something that is typically a commission that is paid right and those are negotiable so you need to yes. talk to deb snyder the, the phone number one more time deb 925-518-6461. There you go. Debbie Snyder of Snyder Real Estate. Thanks so much for being such a great co-host on the, yeah, on the thank podcast. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Uh, <laughs> it's I like to think of it as our show, Deb. Okay. Our show. It's yeah. our show. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. Well, good stuff. So get a hold of Deb if you uh, uh if you want to buy, sell in that Martinez, Concord, Pacheco area. She covers a lot of territory. But yeah. if that's kind of the epicenter of where you're looking, get a hold of Deb. Yeah. She can that's help you with anything. So with that, we'll go ahead and get on out of here. Thank you, Debbie. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. All right. For the rest of you, thanks so much for tuning in and joining us here next time on the Buy and Sell Real Estate Podcast, California Martinez with me, Frank Gray, and my co-host, Debbie Snyder. We'll see you later. Bye.